where do we find our delight if we are one that's coming to church and worship or we're the ones leading the church and worship? This is the Worship Team Training Podcast. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, worship teams, leaders, and friends, thank you so much for subscribing to the Worship Team Training Podcast. And we are so grateful to be here in your collection of set list playlists here loaded up through itunes iHeartRadio, stitcher and google play elsewhere thank you so much for being here with us and uh, subscribing and members we thank you from our worship team training university platform wttu.co so grateful to have our charter members and our first time brand new members and if you're trying us out for this initial Broadcast, We say thank you, and we pray that this leads you to become a full member at Worship Team Training University. Guys, thank you so much, and uh, we also invite you, if you're brand new or you've been with us for a while and you haven't done this already, go back to worshipteentraining.com and uh, find the, it's not hard, find the pop-up page that comes your way, fill it the uh, fields with your email address, and then every Monday morning to your inbox alone goes out our Monday Morning Digest here at WorshipTeenTraining.com. And it provides you uh, events that we do, also news, devotionals, and so much more for your worship team and your worship leadership. And members, or when you become a member here at Worship Team Tra- Training University, you will get another email that gives you more content of just uh, videos like this, uh, members, you're watching us by video. We thank you. Friends, you're listening to us by audio podcast. When you become a member, you get more broadcasts like this as well as deeper training for your uh, guitar, vocal, uh, keyboard, so forth, worship leadership. We have devotionals, downloads, you name it. And all of that comes to you every Monday morning as well with special content. So you want to look into WTTU.co. Guys, uh, be sure to catch us all on socials. You can get us on um, Instagram. That's at Worship Team Training or Twitter, Facebook, Worship TT, and uh, everywhere else that you can find us. So we thank you guys. Uh, this week, man, we have we have a lot going on uh, at the end of this month here in February and more to come here in March. We have a guest list of Meredith Andrews, Dustin Smith, Marty Roberts, Casey Corum, uh, Mike Harlan, Jenny Owens, I mean, I can go on, and, and you'll see these appear members on the event calendar, so make sure that you go to wttu.co slash events and find all that goodness there. So the word of the week, delight. What's in it for me? When it comes to worship, do you think others, when they come into the building, they're thinking that same thing? Well, what's in it for me? I mean, you know, I'm leading worship here and I get told all the time by people who either visit or first time guests, well, what about the music? Or what about, you know, can you do something different with the lighting? Why does it need to be so dark? Uh, What about the pastor? Can he keep his message down to 25 minutes as opposed to 30? Uh, I felt like he went a little long last week with communion and that kind of, you know, we're a little on the fence now about coming back. You get all these things. I mean, now, maybe in your church you don't have that, but maybe in a church that you were before, you did. I know in our church, uh, I can say that we I don't hear those things, but every now and then I do. Every now and then I may get the email. I may get the message in a, 
uh, a card that just says, hey, can you do blank? You know, can you make sure this thing here happens? Or, But I think a lot of the things that we find are prayer requests. And recently it's been song requests, but it's been done from a heart of, hey, this is where I'm at. So what's in it for me? What's in it for you, worship leader, team member, when you're leading worship? Do you get that when you come into maybe the shoes on the other foot? Um, you come in to lead worship or to play with the team, whatever, and you're like, well, what's what's going to happen for me? What, you know, are the songs going to be just right? Uh, is every, oh, here's, here's one for you. Is everyone going to be singing? Because, man, that really just puts me in a great mood. Um, is everyone, is everything going to come together? No technical failures, you know? Now, I think it's okay for us to say, hey, I love to hear all people singing because that really does move me. Hey, that's great. That's kind of what we're going to hear, uh, be here talking about. You know, what moves me? So, um, delight. Where do we find our delight? If we are one that's coming to church and worship or we're the ones leading the church in worship. Where do we find our delight? Is it when everything is set the way we want it? Our, our favorite, you know, you got your favorite playlist and you get things set the way you want them in your phone or your iPad, whatever. Um, but is it really that perfect when it comes to worship? Do you arrange your worship or arrange your time with God like a set list, like a playlist? Everything's got to go be in just, just right. And if, man, if something does, if, if it doesn't happen, then it just wrecks it. My son uh, loves the old movie. Uh, it's not too old, but kind of Wreck-It Ralph. Loves that movie. And we watch it, you know, probably 89,000 times. And I, he knows every line by heart. I kind of, I'm there. But the character Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph likes to break things. It doesn't matter if it's perfect or if it's falling apart. But I think especially when something is really good looking, like a building, he just wrecks it. This comes from an old 80s video game, too. And so watching the movie, you know, when everything's like pristine looking, Wreck, Wreck-It Ralph comes along and just, just tears it up. You know, then there's another character called Fix-It Felix that come and he tries to rebuild everything. And, and in the real game, uh, when you're playing a video game, you're Fix-It Felix and you're having to fix everything that Wreck is wrecked, what, what Ralph had wrecked. This is a tongue twister right now for me. You can see that, hear that, right? So... Do we find ourselves doing the same thing in worship? Either we're a Wreck-It Ralph by tearing everything down because, man, nothing delights me, and this is just, what's in it for me? Well, nothing right now. Or do you find yourself being the character of Fix-It Felix, where you're having to fix everything in the church, fix everything in the worship team, or on the stage, or on the audio, whatever it may be, and you're like, man, I got this to fix. Oh, this is broken now. And, man, somebody said this over here, and ah, I got to go over here and fix that. You know... It comes from a basis and stem, I think, where that comes from. We feel like we need to fix things because we're not delighting in it. We're not being satisfied by that one area, so we, we are compelled to do something about it. Hence our word of the week, delight. It says this, to please greatly, uh, to take in, to take pleasure in, great pleasure in. You know, I think that when we find ourselves... And delighting in the Lord, we can honestly say that God's presence, God's song, God's, the, you know, when I find myself in prayer, communing with God, that's what greatly satisfies me. Our worship team training university members know 
that when you are delighting in the Lord, you find true satisfaction because true satisfaction doesn't come from the way that you lead worship or the way that you play your instrument or sing or the way that you create sound and architect it or the way that you um, unfold video and the way that you edit is just seamless and it's great. And that all can be an awesome experience, don't get me wrong. And I find a lot of worship uh, through the way that we do art in the church and outside the church. But is it really satisfying me? That's, that's the, I think that's the question. Are we hung up on what's satisfying me or what's satisfying the God? And then in response to that, are we satisfied by the joy that he, the pleasure that he takes in from what we give him? Do you really think about those things? Do you really care enough to think about how is God satisfied by what we do in a service? I think deeper we need to look into the reality of how is God satisfied with my daily walk with him, with my behavior, the words that I say, the things I watch, the things I look at on the internet the things that I listen to, the conversations that I'm in, the words I say about somebody. Is God really satisfied? Is he pleased by these things? I think that God is more honored by the way that we live, not by the things that we sacrifice. That's what we're told. You know, um, God is a, a God of love by mercy, not sacrifice. And we see slivers and we see um, great, vast, also stories of this and and folded in the Bible. And one of my favorite, my favorite verses, uh, Zephaniah 317, those of you may already have it memorized. It says, the Lord your God is with you. Let's just stop right there. If we really want to be satisfied, we ask the question, what's in it for me? Right here. It says at the beginning of that passage, the Lord your God is with you. So does it mean that God is just always with us when we read the Bible and we see that and we, and we think our first response is, okay, yeah, he's, he's with me. I know that. I'll just move on to the rest of the verse. The mighty warrior who saves. Well, before we continue, wait a minute. The Lord your God is with you. What does it really mean to be with someone? Uh, you know, in the next few moments, honestly, after this broadcast, I'm going to go have lunch with my wife. We're going to have a date. Just a lunch during a week, you know, and what does it mean to be with her? What does it mean to be enraptured by the way that she looks, her beauty, and, and to enjoy the conversation? And when I look into her eyes, I, I see reflections of our children now, I'm sorry before you barf I don't mean to get you know too deep with you but I won't but these are the things that I think about I think about the you know the way her hair looks I, I think about the laughter that we have I think about the memories that we had last night laughing with our children being silly and just goofy rolling on the floor all these things you know but it's because she's with me. You know, she's my wife is with me. She, I'm with her. 
I, that, I think that's more important to say. It's not so much that she's with me, but I'm with her in conversation. I'm looking. I'm locked into her eyes. I'm, lo- I'm listening to every word and syllable that she's saying, and I'm trying to block out the whatever is, else that's on my mind from the day, but I really want to focus on what she's saying because I'm with her. Here we see the Lord your God is with you from Zephaniah Zephaniah 3.17. God is with you at the table. God is with us even now. Don't you, if you're really locking into what I'm saying, do you feel God's presence even now? Do you feel God's presence when you're really leading worship? Or are you just going through the motions? Do you really feel God with you when you wake up each day or maybe when you wake up each hour in the middle of the night, when you practice your music, when you're out in your daily vocation, when you're alone? Do you really feel God is with you? Let's move on. The mighty warrior who saves. You know, we we read these words and we think about God being the mighty warrior. Well, what is God warring? Why is he mighty? You ever ask that question? I mean, instead of just looking at the word in the Bible, what makes God mighty? His sovereignty, his his uh, universal power, his omnipotence, his the Alpha and Omega. I mean, he's mighty. There's there's no other words that we can apart from the Bible, that we can describe our Lord because those are the very words of our Lord. But the mighty warrior who does what? He's not just a mighty warrior. He's not some gigantic, you know, He-Man or Iron Man or whatever, super figure hero. He's a mighty warrior, but he's a mighty warrior who's not just looking at as me in an image, but he's the mighty warrior who saves well, what does he save? Us. Okay, well then what is he saving us from? Ourselves, the world, sin, the bad things that we get into, the pits that we have fallen into, the out-of-control experiences that have happened to us that we have no explanation or um, no fault. What is the Lord saving us from? The mighty warrior. Okay, then he's not just a, a man or a circumstance. He is the mighty warrior. The one who's already been through battle. The one who's already defeated the devil. He's the one who saves. Not ourselves. Not our Sunday set list either. Our Sunday set list just can't come in and save the day to have a, a great, terrific worship experience. As great as that may sound. I look at it this way. God promotes within us to make great or play great set list for his greatness, for his worship, because maybe I don't feel so great. Maybe I'm in a place where I don't really feel like leading worship. Well, wait a minute, Brandon, hold on. You're actually saying this? I don't feel great to lead worship? Yeah, I'm saying it because we're human. Now, for those of you who have been with us for a long time, our worship team training leaders and members who've been following us. Thank you so much. Our great university members. As, as long as I've been doing these broadcasts by video and audio for, I mean, 10 years now, more than 10 years, you've always heard me say, 
that you know delight is what God is seeking and and you you also hear me say that worship is a response to God you you always hear me say that no matter what the set list may dictate no matter what the music whatever may be happening that's going on God is more important more supreme than all of it and it's great to have great music and a set list and everything but that is not what saves us that is not what makes us what makes us is Jesus Christ what makes us is being God's kid he will take great delight in you okay wow hold on a second read the whole thing Zephaniah 317 the Lord your God is with you the mighty warrior who saves he will take great delight in you well wait a minute if God is a mighty warrior who saves he's mighty he's on top he saves salvation how could he take great delight in me a broken worthless sinner because that's exactly who Jesus came to save our mighty warrior our mighty warrior who is on that stallion who is on that that horse that eternal life who has come to us and, and not just being the warrior who's already defeated the devil but the one who's brought us his robe and he clothes us in his grace and mercy and says you are mine you are who I came to save I mean that right there should be the grander image of who we make our delight in and why God delights in us because if you feel broken if you feel worthless then maybe that's maybe that's where you are right now but maybe that's where God is meeting you right now God has not called us to a life of fake I mean we is it's so right we can make our Facebook status updates and profile pics look so good you know our Instagramming everything from what we eat to our set list and our our our, our gear and having um, the tips of our shoes pointing out you know as great as it all may look what about the person that's Instagramming behind it what is what is it that you know when when you're taking photos of something what's going on inside in the heart you know just like the the way that the aperture of the camera takes in light how is your heart being an aperture to God taking in his light is it closed or is it a wide angle lens that says God I want you God I I I truly desire to be satisfied only by you why why is it Brandon that God can just love me the way I am why I can just put my my worth in Jesus and 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 be satisfied because he delights in me why because it, if you continue on with this verse it tells you why Zephaniah 3:17 because okay the Lord your God is with you the mighty warrior who saves he will take great delight in you continue in his love he will no longer rebuke you that's why because God is here to redeem you not to condemn you that is why in his love he will no longer rebuke you 
And it goes on to say, but will rejoice over you with what? Singing. There it is. With singing. God delights in you and I as he sings over us because of his great love, no longer rebukes us. He will take great delight in you. He is the one who saves because he is the mighty warrior because God is with you. When you pack that all in together, that gives us more of the reasons of why we should delight in the Lord. Why? We are to delight in his worship. That's right. His worship, not our worship, not the church's worship, not the way the band leads worship. It is his worship. Why? Because worship belongs to God. As John Piper said and continues to say throughout his messages, and I just resonate with that, then what is our response? What is your response? Guys, we thank you for joining us here in this podcast. And everything that I've already said in this video and this audio broadcast, do you agree? Do you disagree? Have I maybe gone off the rails and led you to a place where you have more questions or maybe some doubt? Hey, hit me up. All of our socials that I've already listed about worship team training, you can find my contact information there. If not, email me. It's even better. Brandon, that's spelled B-R-A-N-O-N. That's right. I don't put a D in my name. I get that all the time. It's Brandon, B-R-A-N-O-N, at worshipteamtraining.com. Guys, also, would you like things in this way to come to your worship setting? For me to sit down with your worship team, for me to look your singers and musicians in the eye and to help them with not just the spiritual growth and reasons of why we worship, but also to sit down with a guitar, uh, with keyboard, uh, with voice, and to go through a whole weekend of a weekend workshop. You can do that by going to worshipteentraining.com slash workshops. Find all the info there, fill out the form, send it to me, and I'll respond. We have a mentoring program as well for those of you who either want a one-time session or a 10-week study course all brought to you by yours truly or any of our great staff members or team members that you can find at worshipteentraining.com slash mentoring. All the info is up there. Members, we invite you to look at the calendar coming up, wttu.co slash events. You can find all of our great artists and worship leaders who are coming to the program. I can't wait. Also, I'm just thinking about it as well. Uh, Meredith Andrews is going to be coming on the program very soon. Can't wait for that. And Andy Rosner, we're going to have him back as well to do another broadcast interview. It's going to be great. What we call our Thursday trainings. Guys, uh, members, make sure that you look at the event calendar for more stuff and back to our website to find new downloads and ebooks and everything else and training videos coming soon. Guys, we love you, and uh, we humbly ask, if you like this podcast, would you give us a five-star rating if you're listening to us by iHeart uh, Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, Amazon, wherever else, and would you, better yet, share this podcast with a friend? Guys, you're watching us, members. Is there someone that you know that needs to hear this message today? I hope that you're encouraged by this broadcast here from worshipteentraining.com. Thank you so much. I'm Brandon Dempsey, and reminding you, that you don't need to be perfect, just like God transformed the way that you live life and the way that you lead worship. Love you. See you next time. This has been a Worship Team Training Broadcast and Digital Production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. 
Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com.